And welcome back for another episode of the Rule the Jungle podcast. I am your host, Anthony Anderson, along with my co-host, Will Appleton. And today, we're going to discuss the pregame... Yeah, we're going to discuss the pregame leading up to Monday night's matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. At this point right now, it looks like our Cincinnati Bengals have a... They're fighting an uphill battle. They've lost three in a row. We're hearing a lot of talks about tanking, which... Will, I don't know about you. How do you feel about that? Well, we've never tanked before, so I don't don't see where that's going to happen. But it it makes me sick to my stomach when you hear people talk like that. That that is just weeding yourself out. No, I get that. Of the conversation. No, I get that. Oh, you're different. But we're hearing a lot of talks of tanking. You're hearing a lot of a lot of woe is me, a lot of people saying that, hey, this is the fans brought this on because of the talks of Burrowhead Burrowhead from last year and that. Do I think the whole Burrowhead thing was maybe a little over the top? Yeah, I'll give them that. But that's not what I would have done. But at the end of the day. We've been fighting for how long, sir, to get a team that was this good again? Um, 2017? 16? Yeah. So just, just playoff contention. 16? Just playoff contention. Just okay. a playoff-worthy team that go. wasn't going to just constantly lose in the fucking first round of the playoffs, which, don't get me wrong, Marvin did a lot to make the put us back in in the national in the national spotlight but I'm going to turn it over to Will real quick. I'm going to let him kind of give his thoughts before we transition into some of the some of the parts that we're going to talk about tonight. Thank you. Cuz I did have a uh... Had quite a bit to say here. This is this is okay. It's interesting. Now I want people to listen to this. Listen, listen very carefully as I explain this. Okay. The Bengals are five and six. We are two games behind both the Browns and Steelers for the playoffs, with a game apiece against both of these teams. Teams that in recent years, the Browns and the Steelers, have openly, comically, tragically for their fan base, choked at the end of the year, which is right now. All right. There's a scenario where we could lose one more game and still have a chance at this. We legitimately play every team that we need to play that's in front of us. We play... Jacksonville, right? We play the Chiefs. We play the Colts. Yeah. We play the Browns. We play the Steelers. And we play it the is, Vikings. Yeah. Well, we're not counting the Vikings because you know what I feel about that. 
yeah. They're probably better off without Kirk Cousins. But I digress. This is not about the Vikings. This is about those teams I just said we played. Okay. Who are all in the playoffs right now and all in front of us. We play them all. One game at a time. The Marvin Lewis era, right, will be known for 0-7 in the playoffs, correct? True. But dang it, I will take those five straight playoff appearances over the rest of the history of the franchise. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you right there. Until now. Until right now, the greatest era in Bengals history is right now. Yeah. And if some of you can't see it, it doesn't matter. It's not for you to see. If you don't understand that, then that's fine. That means you you are what I call a casual football fan. And, you know, this podcast probably isn't for you. No, you're not wrong. For 40 years, I've seen come, I've seen him come and jump on the bandwagon. I've seen him jump off. That's fine. That's also life. That's with anything. It's always easier to jump on the bandwagon when we win 11 games in a row and say, you know what? I was right there with you guys all the time. No, you wasn't, but that's okay. But don't mind you saying that. We, me and Anthony know people in particular. Yeah, I know a lot of people. Who we worked with in particular. I know were fans of other teams, like. I.e. Packers and, you know, this, that, and the other. Shout out to Daniel King. No, no, shout out. He'll get shout out on the podcast. He's not shout on the podcast. Come on. I'm, I'm embarrassing. It's not embarrassing to I'm be. I'm saying shout, shout out to Daniel King. Hold on. It's not a shout out when we know you're not a Bengals fan. It's okay well, to not be. Shame on you. It's anyway. not okay to pretend to be. There's no pretending to be. I'm going to openly root and cheer for other teams. Not necessarily. No, I get that. I get. I cheer for them to beat other teams, and you know, and there are teams that I, I don't even openly disagree with or hate. They just they their history tells me, you know, the present and the future. It does. You don't. You don't change that overnight. You don't change the Browns' history overnight. You don't. You don't do what they did. As far as paying Deshaun Watson all that guaranteed money, and then it doesn't work, and you're looking around and say, "Well, what do we do now?" Guess what? Nothing. There's nothing you can do. Right? Still, this history. You've seen what happened. You know, this whole this part of Tomlin's era, I'm going to remember <coughs> quite fondly. Quite fondly. You know, it's what do you do after the Super Bowl runs, right? Because that's where we're at with those two franchises. They're not. They're not any closer to anything than they were, I don't know, two or three years ago. Yeah. You got people already on Twitter talking about Steelers are going to be the AFC champions this year. I don't see how. They're not better than the Ravens. And they probably wouldn't. They haven't been better than the Ravens in like three four years. Yep. So, anyway. uh, Was there anything else you wanted to say? I mean, mean, there's my rant there. Okay. You know. so, oh, was me. No, I'm just, I'm just oh, making sure was me. nothing else you didn't want to add. No, because oh, was me. That was 10 years ago. 15 no, years that. ago. That's so. not now. Can't be always me now. I just said we're two games back. So with that being said, real quick before we move on, uh, before we move into talking about the offenses and defenses, uh, why don't we go ahead and give an injury report for both sides? 
This is a very, uh, very strange news report. Very strange and interesting report. Because generally I have a basic, you know, a basic understanding of who's going to play, who's not going to play. All right, I've got it up. I know who's going to play, who, you know. Yeah, I know who's sort of not going to play. Talking about for the Bengals or for the Jacksonville, for the Jaguars? The Bengals. Okay. Well, Honestly. You well, know, I'll it. read. I'll read them off, and you can you can pretty much uh, dictate. It looks like uh, Chittabaya Wuzier is on that list. Uh, they're saying illness was a did not practice Thursday. Was a full participant Friday. Uh, NIR for Trey Hendrickson. He made the list. Same thing. Didn't practice Thursday. Practice Friday. Uh, NIR for Akeem Davis Gaither, but he was a limited participant Thursday and Friday. Uh, T got him obviously hamstring and ankle. He was a limited participant Thursday, was a full participant on Friday. BJ Hill, another NIR day. Limited practice for Thursday and Friday. Sam Hubbard, another NIR day as well. Yeah, NIR status, I mean. Well, limited practice Thursday, full participant Friday. Deontay Smith showing me likely. I don't know that I see him playing. Or... I think he's out. Okay. Uh, they're not showing a specification from from what I'm seeing, but unless you would see something, what you, unless you would see otherwise, we'll go ahead and say at this point he it's likely it's possibility he's out cam taylor Britt, quad and ankle issue limited practice for thursday and friday tanner hudson finger full participant thursday and friday jake browning wrist right wrist full participant thursday and friday Drew Sample having an issue with his foot. He was also a full participant Thursday and Friday, so the full participants likely are going to play. Logan Wilson, ankle, foot, full participant for Thursday and Friday. And then J2 Fele, illness, not showing a status for Thursday, but says did not practice on Friday. Um... The only ones I'm seeing for the Jaguars, Tyson Campbell, hamstring, limited practice for Thursday and Friday. It's a big one. Travis Etienne, ribs, another big one. Uh, limited practice Thursday and Friday as well. Luke Farrell, the tight end, toe issue, limited practice Thursday and Friday. And then Brent, uh, Brenton Strange. Uh, looks like he was a limited uh, limited practice on Friday, so that's pretty much the uh, some kind of footing. Yeah, with some kind of so out of the Bengals ones, which ones do you see not playing? Lele and Smith, and possibly Cam Taylor. Everybody else is playing. 
So Deontay Smith and Jay Tufele? Yep. They are not playing, in my view. Okay. So. Now, Cam Taylor Britt, he's the only one on the fence. I don't know if he'll play or not. Hopefully he does. Yeah, because that, that, that would be, be huge. It would be nice. That, no, that, that would, would be, help. That would help tremendously. Help a lot. So. But, you know, Jacksonville, I'm, no, no, Jacksonville, I'm not sure. I think they'll, I think ATN's playing. ETN, I'm, I'm, I think he's, I'm leaning towards him. He playing. played last week with this rib injury. I'm leaning towards him playing. So he played last week with the injury. Yep, and he had an extra day to rest. But you know, we got a rib. So yeah, I'm leaning towards him playing. At first, they thought it was some kind of chest injury, but it was trying to be a rib injury. No, I get that. But, so yeah, I'm leaning towards him playing. So two, with that, the two tight ends, I'm not sure. Yeah. So we'll leave them as a question mark for now. This is because they got Ingram. So yeah. I mean, oh yeah. So with that being said, uh, we are going to go ahead and transition into we're going offense or defense today. I'm letting you pick. Offense seems to be the hot button topic. Uh, we can do offense. Or if you want to do defense. As a matter of fact, we, we, can do, we can do offense. Okay, well, at this point, we're going to go ahead and transition into offense. So, without further ado, here we go. And we are back for the offensive half. And I don't know about you. I'm, I think we got a chance to win this game, but it's going to depend on a lot. I think it's going to depend on what kind of play calling we get in this, largely in this game. Because for the last little bit, this has just been my opinion. Doesn't change how I feel about my Bengals whatsoever. But this coaching staff, as much as we're there's a lot of likable personalities in this coaching staff, haven't been using everybody to their full potential. I see that a lot with the offense with the, with the offensive side of the ball particularly with one position in particular, one uh, area on the offense in particular, the offensive line. Feel free to chime in, Will, if you have any thoughts. I think, especially, and I don't think, I don't know that I would solely put this on Frank Pollock. I know a lot of people are calling for his head, but when... The one big thing I notice, there's a lot of tape where they're playing, trying to play wide zone, or the wide zone running schemes. Do we or do we not, in your opinion, have the personnel to run that? I don't think we do. Under center, two tight ends, we actually do. But since we don't do it, I'm going to say no. And I just told you how we can do it. Just there. I just told you. Well, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I just, agree. No, I just I agree. laid it out. I, I wholeheartedly since we agree. don't do that, then but, no. Yeah. 
and trying to run that out of the shotgun with a, and I think, three wide receivers. No, that doesn't work. And then I also never think, work. And then I also think that the situational awareness and anybody, especially anybody in the front office, if you hear this, we're both season ticket holders. We both, we yeah, we both are have good vantage points to see what's going on. But in our opinion, and I think in a lot of Bengals fans' opinions, the situational awareness when it comes to the play calling is not the greatest. We know that hey, you're not going to just up. You can't just up and redo an entire system in the court in with the season almost over. Or in our case, we're on we're a fringe team. So at this point, that if we even if we went to the playoff, even if we go to the playoffs, you can't just redo an entire system in weeks. That's basically takes months to do. So. With that being said, I'm sorry. When, and especially, I'm going to harp on the Steelers game because I saw this a lot and I even went back and watched the film. When you have your linebackers and you have your safeties playing the middle of the field, what, what do you do, Will? And if they're playing back? Yeah, talking about if they're playing. Yeah, if you're playing, if you're stacking the box. Oh, they're playing like a, a one high. Which basically typically means you got a single high. You're either playing single. Yeah, you're either playing single high, or you've got your guys, or you've got your safeties playing, playing towards the playing towards the middle of the field. Even depending on how you depending on how you line up. But uh, well, they're stacking a lot of scrimmage. I mean. Even, even if they are like pressing Chase on one side and leaving the other side, the backside free. But in this case, that, because they that, they expected us to run, they expected well, us to run the ball all day. Well, yeah, well, it was a, it was a predictable game plan. Well, for first down throws in certain circumstances are fine against these known defenses. But you, but where I'm getting at, the first point down I'm getting passes at, on these particular setups are fine. But where I'm getting at is looking at how the Steelers played us. Yeah, but running into a loaded box is not okay. In a lot of the game, they stacked the box, correct <coughs> or incorrect. Sure, when they knew they were going to run, and what did we do? We just ran right into it. It did not work. Yeah. But it was I just never don't think that – I think that's the thing I want to see improve. That, oh, yeah, that is the thing I want to see improve going forward – Especially if Zach wants to keep calling plays. If the whole playbook is open like you said it is, well, you have to show me that because I didn't see that. And, it, and it's not been shown all year, so I don't know. So where where where's the past playbook? Then? Where's that at? Yeah. So. Where's twenty twenty? Where's twenty twenty one? Where's twenty twenty two? I don't see none of that. I don't see any of those plays. Well, basically, to make a long story short, and plus Zach has a ten, plus Zach and Brian Callahan have a tendency; they might have a certain amount of run plays and a certain amount of pass plays that'll that'll work. They'll run them, and then they completely go away from it. 
the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah, they completely go away from it the rest of the game. <clears throat> like, I'm sorry, if as a former football player, and I guess you could say it's part-time coach because I've coached my nephews up, that if we were, if you ran a play and you had like, a, say you had like three or four plays that were like really a success, had a high success rate. I'm going I'm to keep running those until you stop me. And if you never stop me, then it doesn't matter. It makes it easy days. Keep calling those plays. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep coming at you. Yeah. And, and then just when you think, I'm going to call it one more time, then I'm not. Yeah. That's when I go ahead and bring it out the back. Play action. Great. No problem. Here it is. Here's what you thought it it's was. Just, there's a complete yeah. lack of cre- uh, of creativity. It seems like it just seems like they're. I don't. I don't, don't want to say they're lazily putting it together. I just seems like. It just seems like they're sitting in a room. It's it's almost like monkeys sitting in a room with a dartboard. It's like two monkeys sitting in a room with a dartboard that has ideas of how to, how they're going to put together a play. It's almost like they pretty much <laughs> said, gave the monkeys the darts, no. said throw them at no. the board and see what see what lands. No. Now, a gentleman that you know I just recently spoke to, you know, I haven't met this guy. Okay. He brought this. He brought up a very interesting point not too long ago. He's writing, okay. Writing. He said he asked me. Okay. Now you know where. Coach came from. I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. It came from the Rams. I get it. He said, and what do they do? They only got a handful of run plays, and they rarely turn to them, even sometimes when they're working. I'm like, you know, you're right. I said, but the one di- there's one difference between McVay. They've, ne- they've never had the they've never had the running back that we've had. Well, no, they don't run him out of the shotgun either. Yeah, they use Cup like a tight end. And before that, they used tight ends. They used two tight ends. Yeah. To do the exact same kind of plays they're doing. We don't run those quite often. We run them. I've seen them run. I've seen them do it. I'm like, wait. Hold on. So we have some of the same plays in the playbook. But the successful ones that you have from McVay, you're not running? That's that's interesting to me. Yeah. I understand that you want... Put your own spin on this offense to make it sort of your own. But damn it, this has been a copycat league for 40, 50, 60 years. Yeah. I, I know you I know you can't tell me. You know that they're watching the Rams. The Rams, the difference is their talent level is low. Yeah. They're yeah. still running effective plays. They're still running with less talent. Yeah, because they don't have the talent level that they had when Correct. they went on those. They don't have the offensive line talent that they don't have. Yeah. And then skill position talent is lower a little bit too. And then run, running, running back saying. talent doesn't even matter to them. Yeah. If ran correctly, they're right. It doesn't matter. True. And that they're a prime example. Sure. They, it doesn't matter who they're running back. It doesn't make any difference. Go find some guys that, that fit a certain type. And I agree. Actually, mixing is a perfect type for them. Right? Mixing is more of a Todd Gurley type. It's yeah. not a wide zone run. They don't, they don't actually run the wide zone to run wide with their running backs. Not all of them. They do that to get you flowing to cut back. 
Mixon is a great cutback runner. You know what? We haven't seen it. We've seen it for a couple games. Yeah. His best two games of the year, we've seen it. Yeah. I think going into this game, the like we said at the Pittsburgh game, the biggest key is going to be getting doing whatever we have to do to get Mixon going because and then also seeing what and I know this has been a hot button topic on a lot of podcasts and uh, on on X or X Twitter X and all that and seeing what we have in Chase Brown I I'm not saying that we don't have anything have anything good with him I hope I'm wrong but to me he seems a little undersized but I don't know. Feel you have any counters with that? Because I don't know, but undersized for what? Because I don't. I'm just a little undersized to, for what? For the running back position, sir. I wait wouldn't, that, I wouldn't that, see man. him as a that, bell cow. That's a bell little cow bit running back. Wait a minute, that but that's a little bit weird because I'm know, just going off. He, I'm just, he's I'm about just, as big as some of the other running backs in the league. They, I'm, they just the going, I'm just going. They, off of they they see I'm just going off of how I see him. I'm just going off from the preseason, seeing how he attacked the holes. Well, shoot, those were, those, were, those were terrible play calls with terrible offensive linemen, right? Yeah. They were not the starters. It was never going to be successful, but I knew that. I knew that. What we needed them for is what we need them for now. If you're not going to run Joe Mixon 20 times, which you still should, at least, at, at, at least use the other three running backs that are alive and well and playing. They're alive. They're all three healthy. There is no reason why you can't sprinkle these guys in. And if you don't, then if you don't use them, it's like, it's not even a shame on you. It's like, they cannot be specifically on the team for the slight roles that they have. No, you're not. There's a huge hole in that backup running back spot, and, 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 and it's not being even used at all. For all the carries Mixon did have in the last couple of years, guess what? The backup running back, who I won't even name, has had over 150 carries in the last two years. Damn. Didn't know. Didn't even know that, did you? Didn't even know that. So when I say, you know, you know, you he's lost a step. Eh, anybody lost a step if you're running the wrong plays behind the wrong kind of offensive line. At the wrong time. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make any difference. We haven't we have we have not reinvented the wheel on the running game. It yeah. is still the same exact running game and running plays that should have been ran from 2021, 2020. They're the same 2019, they're the same plays. You run the same running game. That doesn't have to change. The fact that you changed it, run out of shotgun, is ridiculous because it didn't work then. It's not working now. I don't think it's ever worked in the history of the game. It's not in the history of our franchise. In the history of this offense, with this coach's staff, on other coaches' staffs, with the it doesn't it didn't work then for them. It's not working for us. It's not working. But yeah, you keep running it. I've heard different things with that, and that can this can be a topic for another show. I've heard different people different reports say that. It's because of Joe not wanting to – Joe wants to be able to see the field and prefers to see the field as opposed to running under center because he doesn't like to have his back to the defense. But it's not 
not a play action. It's a run. We're running out of the shotgun. You don't have to see the field. Doesn't matter. You don't have to change the play at all. No, I you don't that. have to change it. You have to change shit. It's not about changing it, turning your back. Nope, that's part of play action. It's part of it. This whole point is deception. It's not doing it when when they're like they're blitzing it. No, no, it's deception. You do it after you run the football. Yeah, just seeing how they line up, it's well, predictable. Well, well, but but besides though, a play action pass out of the shotgun is it's not even a play action. Yeah, it's teams not play are, action at teams all. Teams are rarely fooled by that nowadays. You don't fool nobody with that. Nope. Not at all. Running out of the shotgun. You might be able to fool them in college, but. No, running out of the shotgun in the pros is an afterthought. Everyone knows they will allow you to do such things. You're not wrong. If you're running out of the shotgun, more times than not, the best way for that to be effective is you got to have some kind of motion, some kind of threaded running ball the quarterback. If it if everybody knows you're handing that ball off to the running back, there is nothing you you gain nothing. You gain no advantage on the other team. There's no motion with it. There's no look at Baltimore. They got all this motion and movement. They run the same plays we just ran. But they run them differently out of different formations. Yeah. With lots of motion, and that quarterback could just pull that ball out. See, there's none of that with us. That's why there's work and ours doesn't. Because it's just, okay, we're going to try to do the capture line of scrimmage and we're going to run a ball to shotgun. Because like, no. I don't think, because no. no. honestly, like at this point, I don't think that the offensive line is terror. Like, put it this way, I don't think it's, we, I don't think we had, we don't have the scrubs we had in 2020 and 2021. No, not at all. But you know what we did have there? 2020, 2021? We had a running game. We had a running game. That was crazy. We had a running game with the same exact guy that's there now. So why go away with that? Why go away from it? What team in the league changes their running game with linemen being better? No, Nobody. You don't change the running game in your system when you get better linemen. Yep. So I'm with you on that. You change protection and the amount of difficult passing plays you can call and the amount of, you know, uh, protection that you need to hold in when you got better alignment. You can send more guys out in the pattern. Yeah. You don't change the running game. It's the same. No, you're not wrong. Or you get the same kind of running back to run out of the shotgun. We know who that is. He's not here anymore. Yeah. He's clearly better at it than Mixon is, but we already knew that. That isn't a surprise. Most of y'all, and anyone else that thinks he's washed, he's not washed. They run the football out of two tight ends under center. This is not Joe Burrow out there then. This is Jake Browning. He, look, doesn't matter if he likes to be in the shotgun. We're not asking you what you like to do out of the shotgun. We are telling you to win this one game to save the season, run the football under center. It don't get stupid. Run the football under center. Because the job of a backup quarterback is to manage the game. Your job, put it this way, anytime you come in as a backup in any position, tell me, tell me feel free if I mess, mess this up. Your goal is not to fuck up. 
See, sometimes I'm going to say this next band up thing. Sometimes you take that a little bit too far. I don't mean next man up, you come in and do the same job as the guy before you. No, it's not true. <laughs> okay? I could be the next man up to Michael Jordan. I am not Michael Jordan, nor should I try to be. No. Right? You play to your strength. You come in and not fuck the game up by trying to do something that you can't do. Don't try to. You cannot like, do, or you, and you haven't been doing. This, I think going into this game, Jake Browning's. Jake Browning. His plan, his game, game plan for himself needs to be. He needs to play to his strengths. Don't play to Joe's strengths. Play to his strengths. Because there's a lot that Joe does that makes him to the quarterback that he is, and why he's considered one of the best in the league. And. Jake Browning just needs to play to his strengths. But also the coaches need to set it up to where he is playing to his strengths and not trying to. <clears throat> you, 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 I, in, well, I sincerely well, hope Zach has isn't thinking that, oh, he can run it just like Joe. He could. He very well could. Very well could. <laughs> the results. It could, but I'm, the I've, results te are, I've tempered my expectations. The results are going to be disastrous. That's all. But shoot, I'm telling you, we don't have time to mess around. I'd go down fighting. I'd, I'd be okay with it. Okay. This kid came out throwing a fucking football over the place. Fine. 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 That's fine. Doing that and trying to win the game. Fine. But if you lose the game, you're just going to get the criticism that you deserve. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Both coach and quarterback, if you lose this game by trying to go down swinging, trying to make this as well, well, the whole offense is in play, and we didn't change anything. I'm like, no, you didn't change anything, but you didn't improve anything either. Now there's no excuse. Chase, T, Boyd, right? All the tight ends, all the running backs, all the linemen. Whole offense intact. Jake Brown in the quarterback. Yeah. This is an indictment on coach right now. Okay? You got Jake Brown in there. You got everybody else in there. Let's see what you got. Because this would make him look good, especially I think he'll be a free agent this year. Make him look good to other teams, especially if he can – Will some games, regardless of whether or not we make the playoffs, it would definitely look good when if another team's looking for a bridge quarterback or just looking to looking for a starting quarterback. But anyway, we talked long enough on that. Uh, what are you thinking as far as? Because you and I were both looking forward to this game before Joe got hurt. Um, what are you thinking in how the teams match up currently in their current state? Minus Joe Burrow. I mean, we still match up. We still match up fine like we do with everybody else in the league. We still got more talent than they do yeah. across the board. Then they do across the board. 
outside of one position that does not have to win the game. That position does not have to win the game. Theirs can win the game. Ours, we don't want them to win the game. We don't want them to just, we don't want them to do any of that. You know your keys, you know your reads, you should know. I should have an idea. It looks a lot of different way in there than when you're sitting on the sideline. I know, I get it. I understand it. I get it. I do. No, you're not wrong. I do. We've had all type of quarterbacks this year make, 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 you know, very good showings for themselves. You know? Yeah. Range from top picks that guys not drafted at all or guys they thought on the scrap heap, you know? Yeah, you're not wrong. Come on, play surprise in the games. I'd almost rather Jake Browning go out a little better than last week. He was hesitant. Just throw that ball. Hesitant to throw the football. And we had 220 yards passing. I'm like, no, it should have been more. Could have easily been a lot more. Could have been 300 yards passing easily. There were throws to be made. There wasn't throwing. Can't be cautious. Can't worry about your job. Shoot. What you talking about, man? I'd rather throw five interceptions. Go down swinging. You don't have none to lose. It's not like when Joe comes back, you got a chance. Yeah, because he, he's not. None. You got no chance of ever playing another game. This is your time, Jake Browning. Is play well or don't. I mean, you, now you and Taylor have no excuses because you got everybody else. You're now, not playing now left. Now it's coming down right? to. You're not playing left-handed. The offensive line's healthy. All the tight ends are healthy. All the running backs are healthy. All the receivers are healthy. They're all playing. You got a chance to pull an upset that people will remember. There are people here that just want you to fail. Yeah. I am not one of those. Same here. I'm not either. I'm one. I want to see this team do well. You got more ability than people might think. Yep. You know, one one bad game, all this guy's all this guy's terrible. Yeah. We should we should elevate it. No, if we were gonna elevate Jason McCarron, he would already been quarterback. Yeah. He would already been playing and start. True. He's not. So now I've got a couple interesting match things I wanna ask you. Yeah. Looking at the team as a whole right now. Yeah. Um in evaluating Jacksonville's defense, mm -hmm. your obvious big play pass rushing threat is going to be Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Where your thoughts are on him? They're going to move him around. Okay, that's what I was just getting they're, ready to they're ask. They're going you, to move him because they side typically side. have in the film I've watched. They've they, moved him around. They have moved him around a lot more than I thought yeah. they would. Because I know, I know under the, I know the 2021 tape, they barely moved him around. They didn't move him around at all. You knew but, where he was going to be. Yeah, you, you knew, knew where, where he was, was coming. Be. You knew how to, you yeah. knew how to prepare for him. Yeah. But, so, there's probably going to be times where they're going to probably have him playing inside. And he'll have a, well, but, well, Wilson like, or Karras will have to, Wilson, Karras or Kappa will have to pick him up. And then there's probably going to be times where he's probably going to be going one on one with either Joe, uh, Jonah hit, uh, Jonah Williams or Orlando Brown. I'm going to say this. This is, this is kind of all you need to know. 
So, yeah, yeah, this is true. That's all you need to know. Josh Allen has more sacks than the rest of the defensive line combined. Yeah. All of them. All uh, five of the defensive yeah, tackles. Yeah, he like 11, don't he? 12. He got, <laughs> he got more than all five of the defensive linemen, uh, the defensive tackles, the four defensive tackles they got playing, and the other um, five defensive ends. So who do you think <laughs> is the guy that I'm targeting? There's there's three of them, and yeah, they're right all in the middle, and we know who they are. You can't say you don't because you watch any film, you see all three, and they're all three on different levels. Yeah, because somebody asked me, this, asked me, do you, is he going to attack from the left? Is he going to attack from the right? Or is he going to attack from the middle? I'm like, all the tape I've seen, he, they switch them all over. All over. Uh, the only one on the offensive line I could see... Okay, we can transition into him. I'll let you talk on him. Uh, the only person I could see maybe him giving fits to would probably be Jonah. That'd be the one I'd be a little concerned about. Where are you at on that? He'd probably give fits to anybody because he doesn't have 12 sacks for no reason. Yeah. I worry a little bit less with uh, Orlando but because he's got that huge reach advantage. And yeah, he's got that huge reach advantage. That's like me trying to reach across, reach across and get you. And all I got to do is just hold a hand out, and but, that's it. And have you pretty much? It's his speed versus Orlando Brown that I worry about a little bit, and it's his power against Jonah that I worry about. Yeah, if it's the other way around, then neutralized. No, I get that. That's what I'm worried about, and that's why they're going to them each side. And, and and they're going to surprisingly throw him inside and try to get him masked up singly with uh, Karras or, or Bolson. But, I mean, folks have been doing that kind of, doing that stuff all year in known passing situations. But that's, that's third and seven, third and eight, third and ten, third and twelve. Well, you know what? If we do a better job of avoiding being in those situations... No, I, I, I believe. No, I see, and I, I see what you're saying, and I agree Which completely. I believe we can do. Um, so, with that being said, how do you how do you as how do you as the Cincinnati how do you as the Cincinnati Bengals offensive coordinator if if you were in if you were if they said Will we're going to let you be the offensive coordinator? Okay. How they're saying we need you to prepare a game plan mm -hmm. and attack and how we're going to stop Josh Allen and Josh Allen alone. Okay. Because if he gets past anybody, that's possibly game over for the quarterback. We are going to run the football at Josh Allen. I do not care where he is. I in other words, I do not care. I do not care what the play so is in called. Other words, so, in other words, in other words, typically when, like for instance, like Miles Garrett, that is what you do to a great pass rusher. To a great, you challenge typically him a great physically. pass rusher. You're going to challenge him physically you at the point of attack to stop the run. You're going to challenge him to stop the run because typically most pass rushers I've seen used. To, Maybe with the exception of Reggie White. Reggie White is probably the one that I think was probably ba more balanced than anybody. Yeah, but he was so good, you ran away from him, it was a mistake. Oh, I know. That's it, what I'm it saying. Was like, it was like Bruce Smith. You almost do better running the ball right at him than running away from him. True. Because he'd come down the line and make the damn play. 
You're not wrong. I'm not saying it. And Josh Allen can run down the backside and make the play. I've seen him do it. I, you don't want him to do that. You don't want him to do that. You don't want him to do it at all. You don't want him doing that. You don't want him hitting the quarterback from behind. You know, no, none of that. You don't want that. No, I agree. No, I agree with that. So, um, who else on that? Uh, who else on the Jaguars defense uh, sticks out to you? Okay, we're gonna go with Foyer, a lower card, and they got him from the uh, Falcons. Which you know, sorry, Atlanta. I told you. Your defense lost a bunch of guys that you didn't know what you would need. But he has come over and seamlessly uh, become the leader of the defense. Yeah. So, um, how do you – so, where does he rank up as far as uh, how he fits – how he puzzles in in that defense? Where he, where do you feel his strengths and where do you feel his weaknesses are? His strengths, surprisingly uh, – He's a lot better in coverage than even what I thought he's shown in Atlanta. Okay. So, he has in, other word, in other words, boy, he, he's worked on that part. So, in other words, he's somebody that they're probably not going to have him play up and try to blitz or do too much in that area. He can blitz. He has a couple sacks, but it's not. That's not no, I get But you're going to see his strength's yeah. not there no, in that I, area. I mean, his strength is, hey, we're going to have Josh Allen blitz. He's coming, and I'm a, and I'm gonna cover the ball and just <laughs> see if I can get you to get it in my in, within my vicinity. Yeah, she's gonna try to trick you. He's gonna try to like you know bait you to throw. You and that's typical. You only got one reception. You got 115 tackles. God damn. And like 50, 60 assists. Yeah. So. So I mean, if there's a tackle to be made out there, it's usually him making it. Okay. Uh, like every third, two out of. I think two out of five tackles is made by him on defense. Okay. Anybody else on the uh, – was there any other – was there anybody – was there any uh, – Other standouts? Yes. I'm talking about any other – was there any other key facts or anything that you want to try to include on uh, – Well. On a lower con? A key would be to get, you know, get a lineman up to the second level to block him. That That would help. Yeah. If not, he's gonna make. Well, but I don't, he's gonna make most of the tackles. Correct me if I'm wrong, and this is my assessment of the offensive line. Yeah. Um, probably the one that I would probably say. The, actually, I would say two. There's two I think that could get to the second level, because typically in a passing situation, you're gonna have uh, the tackles are pretty much gonna be over the ends. Or they're going to be playing, trying to block inside, depending on how the formation is set up. So if the formation has a tight end. They're gonna pro the tight ends usually gonna chip. Yep. It's gonna usually chip block. But uh how would you see like I would say pretty much our guards are probably our guard our center and guards are probably the the ones that I would say would probably have the best shot at uh getting to him, or would you disagree with that? I would say in their base defense. In their base. Okay. All right. Since we don't typically have a fullback, right? Yeah. That would mean one of the two guards has to get to the second level and block him. Okay. Because they will play traditional nose guard over Karras. Yeah, obviously. And usually the nose guard is a big sunbitch. In this case, he's Big not. old sunbitch. Oh, well, in this case, you know. Um, 
Fatouche, he's not, he's not huge. He's not a little guy. He's like 225. I mean, 325. Oh, that's still big, though. Of course it is, but that ain't the three. Hell, that, hell, when I played yeah. in high school, I, I, yeah, I fluctuated between anywhere between three ten, uh, two, like 300 to like 320. Yeah. Playing middle guard, playing playing nose tackle. Yeah, I mean, you know, but but look they, at DJ Reader. DJ Reader's three forty five. That is a massive. If, that is a if, massive human being. He might being. be bigger than that. True, truthfully, you might bigger, be right. I think he's bigger than that. That's you know, that's that's the listed weight. That ain't. That's probably not him on game. And that's usually yeah. That's usually you probably give. We him, we know that. That's, that's you probably give him a couple big Yo, steaks. Yeah, you probably give on. him a couple big steaks, a few whole chickens. Come on, now. <laughs> yeah, you give him like a few, like like five, like ten whole chickens, like I mean, about maybe five him, pounds worth of steak. Let him go out there and run them up somewhere over Oh hell yeah! Fucking places. But uh, anyway, um, like going into like. Ugh, now the secondary. I want to see how do our secondary and who do you see likely being matched up with on between Chase Higgins and Boyd. This depends on the availability of one Tyson Campbell. If he plays, this does change my strategy a little bit because I do believe. Okay. I do believe they will not put him on Chase. And they will put him on T, and they will continue to double chase, like we've seen the last couple weeks. Not quite. So in other words, they're gonna blan- bl- in other words, they're gonna blanket him. Yeah, but not quite like the Steelers did. They're not gonna openly, blatantly, disrespectfully double team this man, and we don't, you know, have a counter, which we should. Yeah, no, we okay. got a counter now. I mean, we got a whole another receiver. So, in other words, there. you see T. In other words, you see T potentially being the standout of that. Yeah, game. but I, but I but I don't think I don't know if he's playing. I don't think has. Um, playing. I don't know. We'll probably know for we'll sure know. tomorrow. Tomorrow, because usually they sure. what uh, what is the practice schedule? It's usually like uh, they leave like Sunday or Monday. Yeah. Been, I think they leave either tomorrow or they leave Sunday. He's been out for two games as well. So, but usually they leave either oh, for a Monday night game. They usually leave either Saturday, Saturday. or Sunday. Usually Saturday. Okay, so basically, so basically, and then obviously they're going to have walkthroughs in the court uh, sure. at the at the team hotel and that. Sure. And, uh, but summing it up, and how you see it, see the. Uh, Matchup going. So you said Tyson Campbell, you see likely being matched up on uh, T. Higgins. Uh, Which leaves Darius Williams, who's played a lot better since this Rams days, right? Yeah. Played a lot better. Yeah. You know, you get some help, obviously, from uh, from the, the standout of the secondary, Cisco. Yeah. And I do believe Rayshon Jenkins will play in the box more, snooping around trying to get to stop this running game. Of and, course. And all the. the the deep ends and, you know, slants and whatnot. Of course. Which leaves some space down the sideline for, you know, comebacks, backside posts, and some uh, fade routes. Okay. And, you know, those three routes seem to be one uh T. Higgins specialties. Those are the routes he runs well. Those are the routes that he's going to have to run well. Because those are the routes that's going to be open. 
you know, Chase, depending on where we put him. We put him inside in the slot. We get him away from both those guys. Neither one of those two will follow him inside. That's where the games really begin. When we have Chase on the inside. That's where the games begin. It's where the protection has to hold up enough for us to get big plays with Chase on the inside. But even with Chase on the inside, then that says that leads up, okay, who's playing on the outside? Well, if that's one of our tight ends, actually, that's where we should go with the ball. Okay. Do I have a size mismatch on, you know? Yeah, in other words, I see a lot of, uh, like, Irv's, like, Irv Smith Jr. <laughs> will likely start the game, but you'll probably see a lot of a lot of Tanner Hudson. Should. That wouldn't surprise me in the course of the game. You'll probably Should. see a lot of him being almost matched would, up. I almost would think that I almost would rather that be the opposite. It would always actually make more sense for that to be the opposite. What, to have Irv, Irv Smith doing that, playing yeah, in that to role? To switch, yes, to switch then. Well, no, I, I can see where that would make sense. In other words, just to throw him off. No, because I just think that the way we use Tanner Hudson after the other two is the way we should use Irv Smith anyway. Yeah. I don't mind you throwing about Tanner but Hudson. But it just seems like with him he gets lost in, lost in the uh, lost shuffle. because he doesn't get the ball early. Yeah. It's and plus, the Bengals, I think in every iteration of history with the Cincinnati Bengals, I've never really seen them really take too much uh, focus on the tight ends, or do, or is there somewhere that maybe I'm forgetting? Because like I, like you know Tony McGee, like you see them use him, but he never really like he was not Roddy Holman. Yeah, okay. And Tyler Eifert. There okay. you go. Okay, there you go. That's how you should use Earth you shut me. Okay, you should. Tyler you, Eifert is the I, exact I way. I forget. I forget right? about Tyler Eifert. I don't know why, but I don't I think understand because, why we don't use Earth like But it's like Tyler. I don't get why I keep forgetting about Tyler Eifert. I didn't. I never forgot. Rodney Hillman. Yeah, it's like Rodney Hillman. No, we Rodney. threw the ball to Rodney Hillman because he was open. Because he got open. He got open deep. He got open mid, short, whatever. Just. He was open. They handed the ball here. Catch it. <laughs> Throw it to the right hill. But I'm like, Jesus, this guy is really good. No, I get that. That's so. really, really good. No, I get that. So, um, so with that being said, um, was there any other thoughts you wanted to add? Because uh, matter of fact, who was the slot? Who's the slot that'll probably be matched up on? Because uh, that's the one thing on the secondary on and Boyd and then yeah. sometimes on Chase. Yeah. Um. What what the hell is the guy there? Uh, Trey Hunter. Trey Hunter. T- he's actually one of the older guys in the secondary. Okay. Uh, and you know, he's been milling around there in the slot for a little while. With with, with I don't know. He got got up and down success. It's like, you know, I'd almost would rather them. I mean, I don't know. With with um, also with Campbell being out, they've had Mondrick Brown playing on the outside. Not that he's a scrub. He's actually he's actually acquitted himself quite nicely. Okay. Considering, I think he's from. Is he from Houston? No, Arkansas. Yeah, this is the second season from Arkansas. You know they didn't expect much out of him. You know, being the fourth, he's the fifth corner at that point. Yeah. Moving up into the starting, you know, when you do that, sometimes it's a little scary. He has acquitted himself well, but that does not mean if he's starting, that's not the guy to throw it. That is, it one hundred percent the guy. 
No, I get that. To go after. Now, um, you give give me your thoughts. Uh, matter of fact, is there anything else you wanted to add to that? Because I'm going to say, as far as lineman matchups, I, there's they've got some decent D line. Yeah, they do. We I were. think uh, our D our D line uh, their D line matches up relatively well. They don't do yeah. the uh, all the stunts and that that yeah. uh, say a team like Tennessee or say a team like Pittsburgh likes to do. Yep, I, there's a couple other guys I can mention. Obviously, um, um, is that Roy, uh, Roy Robertson Harris? Right, he's a former uh, chief. I'm not mistaken. Okay. He has some swing ability, right? He's at three. He's at three technique in the base that can go play pass rush defense. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah. He can be tricky to cut the block now. It's not going to be easy because he can use quickness on Volson and try to use, you know. And that's probably who they're going to put. So, in other words, that's yeah, probably yeah. who they're going to put Volson over a lot. Yeah, because I don't think they're going to use like a big guy, you know. Oh, no. They're going to put a smaller, they're going to put a smaller, more you know, compact guy that they can pretty much. That's big guy strength on strength, which I'm okay with Volson's play strength from last year to this year. It's, it's increased. Yeah. So. It has increased, yes. Okay. Uh, and then, any well, other thoughts uh, as far as D-line? And then, you know, then I'm going to pick Trayvon Walker. You know you know how that goes. Everyone says they should have took someone else, and they probably should have. Everybody but, said but, that they should have took Aiden they, Hutchinson. Well, they should have. They should have. I don't even want to mention that. that that's, we don't need I to know. go there. That was a clear miss. That's fine. I'm glad they didn't. Shit. I would much rather not talk about Hutchinson and Allen. Fuck. What a scary thought that would be. That would, that would be. Oh, my, oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. I'm so glad they didn't do that. Anyway. They, uh, that'd be like a Bosa-Khalil-Mac combination. Fuck. That's exactly who they would be, the new and improved Bosa. Anyway. Anyway, glad they uh, didn't do it. Walker's fine. He's fine. He's serviceable. He's fine. He's fine. He'd be in the league. He's a good – he got decent tools. Pretty good run defender. You know, he reminds me of a – um, slight poor man Sam Hubbard. Damn. It's not Sam Hubbard. Not quite. You said poor man Sam Hubbard. Yeah. He, yeah, come on. Sam's better. What you no, mean? I get that. But... Wait, that, that's what you are. Damn. If you're not better than Sam Hubbard, you're a poor man Sam Hubbard. That's what you are. Fuck. Hold on. I'm curious if no one picked no, up. No, I, I get that. No, I get, where you're, I get where you're going with it. He's not like an electric boogaloo fucking pass rusher. No, it doesn't scare me, pass rusher. Anyway... <laughs> Did it scare you, pass rushing? No. No, 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 no. He, he's uh, fine, pass rushing. Good. You know, better actually at run defense than Allen is. If, but if you want to slow him down, well, but that, you run the ball. Josh Allen, correct me if I'm wrong, he's always been a more of a – his strength was always pass rushing. Well, you know, he is, you know, like 155 pounds. I mean, I'm just saying – Anyway. He's like an outside linebacker. You run at him. It's fine. It's okay. Oh, he's 155 pounds? Yep. Maybe maybe a slightly bigger than that, but... Oh, no. pull that back up. Oh, he is. I had, I had to check it. I got to see that shit. It, it's, come on, Anthony. I know how big he is. He's not that big. That's 255, man. That's what that says. You said 155. Whatever. One, 
Well, look, for a lineman, God damn. 255 is 155. It's the same. It's the same. <laughs> anyway. He's not that big. On that, We're running on, at this on guy. that note, was there any other final thoughts you want to add to that before he we got, transition to defense? He got 12 sacks. He could be 55 pounds. He's still the most dangerous guy on the defense. All right. So, I take it you're ready to transition to defense, sir? Sure. Ours? Sure. Okay. All right. Talked about theirs enough. As it is. Yeah, because we've talked about their defense and how they match up against our us. Offense, so, uh, against our offense. So, with that being said, now comes the fun part. We're going to talk about defense and we'll mention some stuff with special teams as well. So, with that being said, we'll see you in the defensive section. Alrighty, now we are back for the defensive half of the show. Well, well, what are you thinking going into this? Defensively, uh, Jacksonville has some some tight ends banged up. So, when you say tight ends are banged up, are we talking talking Evan Ingram, or are we talking one of the other? No, they're they're back tight- guys. The, the, okay. The more prevalent, uh, prevalent blocking tight ends. Okay. Very similar to ours, two blocking tight ends, right? So I expect them to, like, um, they're either probably put, like, the extra offensive lineman in there and put Ingram more of the wing, like they normally do, or or just spread it out all together and try to run. Hit the seams. ATN is very good in out of the shotgun, running the ball, and receiving. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. He's someone to key them to. Ingram and ATN must be keyed on. Yeah, because ATN is probably one of the better. Yeah, one, probably the best. What would you say? I would say he's the best rookie class. He was the best of the rookies coming out in 2021 as far as running backs were concerned, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we did. We didn't end up seeing him because he broke. Oh, yeah, he got injured. Right, but he didn't play. He didn't play until but, last year. But well, last yeah, year was yeah. his first real chance of uh, yeah, but, showing his skill. But you know, I knew his skill already because of college. You know. Yeah, so I knew what he could do next Trevor Lawrence. But yeah, it was seamless. It made sense. Yeah, and then we all pretty well know from the twenty twenty one showing with. When it was Joe versus uh, Trevor, Mm -hmm. that the big key is going to be getting, yeah, basically rattling Trevor early. We all know who the guy is that's probably going to be tasked with that job, but we all know probably, uh, yeah, we all know probably going into this that who's going to be, uh, they're probably going to be doubling down on Trey Hendrickson. Uh, as far as Sam is concerned, they got, they got two young tackles too. I want to address that Jaguars. Yeah, because uh, they got the one kid. Who was the kid that came out of Oklahoma? That's Harrison. Yeah, Antoine yeah. Harrison. Yes. Yeah. Initially, they wanted him to play left tackle, but they had some injuries. So they needed it. So he's playing because right tackle yes. was his natural position. Yes. So I guess technically, for their sake, he's back where he should have been in the first place. But let's call him this 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 this, this kid. 
that they got in there at, um, at left tackle. You know, Mr. Van Van uh, the Van Ness, more Van Ness. But I don't I don't know a lot about him. He's he's one of the few players in the league that I'm like, you know, I I, I don't know much about the kid. You know, he looked he looked fine in the film that I watched last week. Yeah. He, you know, he's not a world beater. He is clearly a backup, though. For uh, what? For tight end? No, he's a offensive tackle. Okay. He's the left tackle. He's the backup. Backup. He's like not even. Well, you said Van Ness. A Van. I'm not. I'm, what, I don't That's what made me think of like. What the hell is that man? Okay. Well, look it up. But uh, <laughs> anyway, just know he's a backup to the backup. Yeah, and then also too. To give a correction, because we did, we thought one guy, we thought one player of ours was going to potentially look like he was going to play, but looks like now he's not. Cam Taylor Britt, officially in the last few, in the last bit, was declared out for the game. So, okay, basically, uh, Cole Van Van Von Lannan. Cole, Cole Van Lannan. Yeah. Look, look, doesn't matter. I don't, you know. I but uh, don't to make a long story kid. short. Uh, Third time. Yeah, so so it looks like, to make a long story short, it sounds like uh, they're pretty beat up on the offensive line. On the outside. At least doing particularly on the outside. Inside. Uh, they're fine. <laughs> so another word, Sheriff's back in? Yes. Okay. So Brandon Sheriff. Fortner back at center, and they they got um, Walker Little, Walker Little at right. I mean left guard instead of left tackle. Okay. He was the backup at first, right? Then yeah, they made the switch because the other guy got hurt. It's, you know, they had some injuries. They made some switching, some shuffling around. It looked pretty damn solid last week, though. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So they helped him out a lot too. But. Uh... <clears throat> Who are the big? Who are the big matchups, uh, or at least the so left tackle typically is going to m- match up with the right defensive end. That's where mm-hmm. Trey Hendrickson's yep. currently set up. Yep. So Van Lannan is yep. who's going to be matched up with Trey Hendrickson. Yep, third year pro out of Wisconsin. In other words, mm-hmm. in other words, that's a pretend. That's going to be a matchup to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what's his uh, what's been his uh, statistics as far as sacks given up? Sacks given up? I don't know. I think this is the first game More he played. Sacks. I think this is the first game he played last week. It was the first game I heard that he played. Okay, well, you able to pull him back up? Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't. There's not much, you know. There's not much. He ain't played very many games. I do know that. That's why I didn't know who he was. See, like earlier, he didn't even play at all. He was out. He wasn't, you know. Yeah. So, no, that makes sense. Right, I'm saying, like, he's been like, a, he was like almost an afterthought as a starter or and on the team. So, damn. Because they, because their injuries go all the way back to, um, let's see. Hmm. Yep, yeah, because Cam Robinson, Cam Robinson's on injured reserve, right? He was supposed to be actually, he was actually going to be the right tackle. And then, Harrison was going to be the left. But since that didn't happen, they got hurt. You know, they had, to, they had to call an audible. They had to pull some strings. They had to, and, then, and then I think the game that 
The game that um technically that Robinson got hurt, they put Walker Little in his spot. Right? They put Walker Little over where he was and move Harrison over back to the right tackle. I'm like, all right, they figured that didn't work. <laughs> they want Walker Little out there for some reason. Yeah, so they kicked him in the garden. There's you know. So will it be BJ Hill or will it be DJ Reader matched up on uh on Brandon Sheriff? It'll be Reader. Okay, so that yeah. that's gonna read. That's going to be another matchup to pay attention to. Sure, but, that's a heavyweight fight. I love it. Yeah, that's a... That's, a, that's what you want, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You want it the best of the best, mano a mano. I was very disappointed in BJ Hill uh, unavailability last week. He seemed to just play but not play. I, I didn't see him get hear him called very often. I don't know if he made too many tackles. I really, I really hope for him to have a big game. And he did... Not. <laughs> yep. So, uh, who's the matchup to watch for uh, BJ Hill? Who's he going up against? That's Walker Little. Okay. He's left guard. So that would be. He's like a. He's like a. He's kind of a jack of all trades. Yeah. He's not really great at guard. Not really great at tackle. You know, it's pretty pedestrian at both, but he's serviceable because you don't want to start digging to like a third string. Left guard as well. You already got one at left tackle. Yeah, no. All right, no, no. That's not what you want to do. You don't want to start putting third string guys out there. No matter what, you want to still get, you know, front line or backup guys in there. That's always the goal. And that that helps. It's, it's not really a great idea to these guys that you just that either you sign up the practice squad or you know you just picked up recently and no that doesn't work very well. Really disaster results. Yeah. <laughs> Disaster. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. So what do you look so with that being said, uh linebackers yeah, our linebackers are gonna with Pratt and Logan Wilson. Yeah. I I expect them to I'm what I wanna see going into this game, I wanna see better mm-hmm. tackling. Yeah, I think the tackling the last three games has been a bit of an issue. Yeah, you know me. Don't get me wrong. Certain times, yeah, you're gonna probably make an odd tackle because of say, hey, especially with some of the rules on how the games played down, mm-hmm. uh, you, where you can't necessarily go go balls to the wall. Like you had, like you were able to do in years past, where you might have to lead with another part of your body or mm-hmm. whatever. But you got it when you hit. You got to wrap. You can't. You got to wrap them up. Even if you got to have, even if it's got to be two of you coming in at the same time. But I'm gonna say this. I think going into this game. This is a must. This is gonna have to be a must win, because you can't turn around and lose this game, and then lose that, and then lose the next game or two, and then still turn around and think you're gonna get into the playoffs. Well, the um, 
Because at this point, the division's no longer an option. We, we've all accepted that. It's no longer a viable option. The only thing we can do now is, is hope and pray that we can sneak in as a wild card. Well, I don't know about hoping and praying. All we got to do is actually win some damn games. Yeah. Everyone in front of us, for the most part, is doing exactly what we want them to do. Let's lose. Yeah. So I don't understand, like, why he want to make this dang thing so damn hard when there are winnable games that we've just lost. We've lost winnable games that we should have won. And now we're getting the games where it's going to be a lot more difficult to do against a team that's, you know, the better team than us. They're playing better than us right now. They're going. They're favored by everyone. It's Monday Night Football in front of the world. It's like, look, 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 look. There should be no conservative play calling at all at any point in this game, no matter what. You got to go for it. This is it. Might as well just use this as the playoffs and say, look, we got to win this game to get in the playoffs. Let's treat it like that. Exactly. the playoffs. Because yeah. if you lose... You know, you go to seven losses. That means that darn it, all the other teams got to lose out. Well, that's probably not going to happen. They're not going to all lose out. Right? Yeah, no, that's... I mean, outside of, the, reason. outside of the Browns, they could lose out. <laughs> yeah. The Browns could lose out. Sorry, Browns fans. Just telling the truth. No, you're not. You're, 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 like, you're about like what any other Bengals fan. What do you mean? You, you were praying to God that they would somehow lose out and... Suddenly missed the playoffs, which I'm not praying to God. I'm I'm asking God to do the normal thing they normally do, make them lose <laughs> like they always do. I say, no, don't make this be an outlier. They always lose anyway. That's so just it's I just want what it is. Same to the Browns. They're the Browns. They find a way to be the Browns, and they are right now. In other words, let the Browns be the Browns. Sure. The bad thing is we shouldn't be being the Bungles right now. That doesn't help. It doesn't help. It don't help. No, you're not wrong. It definitely, definitely not wrong on that because uh, going into this game, uh, I'm gonna say this much: they, the Bengals, can't come out and playing that playing a fucking scared ass fucking football. That's one. That's they turn around and lose this game or lose out. There comes a point where at some point, especially if it starts to affect the Brown family's pockets, they're going to probably have to turn around and at some point let a have some heads roll if you catch my drift. I know a lot of people are calling for Zach Taylor's head. They're calling for Frank Pollock's head. They're calling for even Brian Callahan's heads. I'm going to say at this point to any Bengals fan out there, you're not. If we're getting, if there's going to be a shuffle in the coaching staff or if the whole coaching staff's getting axed right off the rip, it's not going to be during the season. It would be in the, it'd be in the off season. I think it's awful, awfully, awfully early. Well, but you got a lot of to fans. pull the plug on something that you know. Just one year ago, we're in the AFC Championship game. Just two years ago, we were in the Super Bowl. That's not how it works. Yeah, it's not how it works. 
You have but circumstances. You know, you know that interesting. Uh, there are circumstances to these losses. Though. You know that interesting uh, fat. That interesting statistic that they put up. They say typically a coach and a quarterback within their first five years, mm-hmm. uh, if they don't get a championship in that first five years, they they just don't get one. Uh, or they usually, if it's a new coach and a new quarterback, they usually get one in the first five years. Okay. Which I'll say, I'll say this much: in most years, this team in the last several years has actually started to buck some trends. Yep, we get a fair start. Doesn't make a difference what. But I think the one thing that's been hurting us is that we seem to start out slow, and then I think they're kind of banking on. The bangle, they're banking on. Oh, we'll just we're just starting off a little slow. Oh, we're gonna ramp it up, this, that, and the other, and then I don't know about that. That that doesn't that doesn't seem like a logical thing to do. Yeah, well, but you can look at kind of tell a little bit that that seems to be the attitude. But I also I think know, that's, that's part. The case. But I also think that's in part because Zach Taylor don't typically like to play his starters in the preseason. Well, you typically don't like the. Freaking win the first five games of the season either then. That's kind of what's going on. We haven't done it. We played crappy in 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Like, there you go. You got enough evidence to say whatever you're doing is not working. That's more than enough evidence to say, hey, that's wrong. That doesn't work. We understand the last two times, though. Joe didn't play in the preseason the last two years. We get why. He was hurt. That's fine. No, I get that. Well, guess what? And you, you tell me rolling around next year. This man's healthy. He's not playing the preseason game one. He better. He better. It would be in his best interest. No, he no. He better. There's no reason not to. Well, but the thing is, we've got to get to a point to where he's there in, well, in the, at the start of camp. He should be. He's there through the. Well, you had 2022. No, I mean he had no. that append- emergency appendix surgery. Yeah, but twenty twenty one he was coming off a of knee surgery. Yeah. And then this year the uh, the start of the the start of camp he had the calf strain. Yeah, that happened then though. Those the appendectomy and the calf strain happened right before. This has already happened. So he had the surgery, his recovery, no one said anything about his recovery not being just fine. No one said oh he's gonna Yeah, no, they're he's gonna be slow. They're saying the no, here. they're saying that like four to six months. There you go. Which, yeah, that's what, what, that's what they're is. saying. It's four to six months. So, right. And after that, you don't need to, you know. There's you, no need to, after that, there's no need to baby him. No, no not at all. None, nothing. No baby. I mean, you didn't, didn't, like, you know. This is not an injury that no one in the history of the world's come back from. No, everyone's been fine from what I've heard. Everyone, you know, not been able to do the things they've been able to do before. Yeah, no, I get that. It hasn't been changed. It's not. The wheel hasn't been reinvented for this one surgery. So, he's playing in, game, in preseason game one. I'm saying it. He has to. He has to. Unless you want to keep hearing these questions. Unless you, unless you want to get in hot water right away, Coach Taylor. Don't. If you keep the starters out next year in preseason game one. Hot water alert. You in hot water then. Right away. Because even if you just played him for a series. Hot water. Everybody else do it. What's wrong with you? But I get, but you get, but you get what right, I'm saying. Even right. if they'd have played him for a series, worst coaches did it. Played the whole starters first game. 
First game, damn near the whole quarter. Yeah. I've seen it around the league. I'm like, wow, hey, some of the teams that are not very good played their starters and did what? Took them out of the game. They said, no, you're not going back in because you're not. We want you to get this, this many reps, this many series. That's it. No more. Wait till the next game. Next game, we'll give you a little bit more. Not a lot more because we don't have to. <laughs> yeah. But back on uh, the subject of the games, yeah. uh, like you said, uh, overall, oh. defensive line, you feel like matches up well against the uh, against Jacksonville's offensive line, especially with the fact that uh, the on the outside with the tackles, with there being some shuffling at tackle at both tackle spots. Uh, inside, you get you you and I both agree. It's the strength of their line, obviously. Center and right guard. Yeah. You you and I both agree that the big heavyweight matchup to watch on there is going to be Brandon Scherf versus DJ Reader. Sure, but it's not the most important matchup on defense at all. I'm where where do you I'm see where do you see that. that as you as you as you uh, eloquently went to the linebackers and they're tackling? Nope, it's the Kim Gaylor and the Kim Gaylor Davis's coverage on ATN, and yes, he has to cover him. Yes, he does. Just, yes. like, he's, just like he did Warren last week, he got to do the same thing here. Except this time. If you ain't out there covering them, it's going it's to be difficult. Because the kind of routes they run are kind of like McCaffrey-like routes. Like, they're further up the field, and, and he's dangerous. Yeah. A no, I would agree. is faster than, than Pratt and, and Wilson. If they don't corral him correctly, he can run right by them. He did that a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, okay. But also, too, what I was like I was alluding to, the tackling has to be better. Sure, but they run, like, wheel routes and stuff like that where, you know, a lot of our a lot of a lot of our opponents don't do that. Yeah. Against us, well, they do. <laughs> they run them, and they'll isolate them. Like, oh crap! I don't know. That means I mean linebacker safeties have to be in, in in unison. All right, battle. Here you go. Right. Yep. Let's everyone. Everyone asked for this. You asked for this kid to be in there, Bengals fans. Well, he's in there. Let's see the impact plays. Let's see him. Yeah, because so far since he's been the starter, I know this is just one game so far. Um. He's been rather underwhelming, at least just in that one in that one start. But then also too, on top of that, they kept taking him out on passing plays. Yep, you know why? And putting in Nick Scott, although everybody bitched and complained about Nick Scott. You know why? <laughs> why is that? Because he's physically better. He runs faster. <laughs> he's quicker. He's better in coverage. His battle smarter, probably better in tackler. Better instinctually. Yeah, but I just told you guys a couple weeks ago, physical ability will beat out a guy that's smart in certain kind of defenses like ours. Yeah. We'd still rather have the guy that's physically, you know, there's a guy physically better, and we got three corners that's physically better than the ones we get now. Those are the ones the guys going to play. Cam Taylor Britt, DJ Turner, you know. Was he a, you know, they're, yeah. they're going to slowly phase out, you know, a couple guys in the secondary that, you know, yeah, you know, it's got a, got a warm spot in my heart. But when you physically, like, like Cheeto was he, once he physically is all the way back, but that's, you know, but it's not what it was, then, then, 
then you're left to make the hard decisions. Not wrong. It's not even about, but you know, we all love the guy, right? It's like Pratt. When Pratt's physical is gone, that's it. But I think with Cheeto, though, uh, part of that I can't help but wonder if that's just him coming back from knee surgery. But, you or, know. Or what that is. But Maybe, uh, but I mean, we not going to wait around for you to figure that out. No, I can't. When teams are physically saying, oh, okay, we physically isn't what he is. We're going to isolate him, and we're going to run this and run around past him. No, that's a liability. We can't, we can't have that out there. But I, I agree with you. I think if anybody, as far as in the secondary, that's probably not that probably has a chance of not coming back is probably be Cheeto. Yeah, and ain't that if we don't want point. him back? I love him. I'd love to have him back. Yeah, but I love not at no high dollar price. No, well, not if he's not physically what he was going to be. He's not going to be what close to what he was, which he may not. He may never be. I don't know. If he's going to be serviceable, that's fine. Maybe he can transition. I don't know. Maybe he can transition to another position. Maybe. Uh, you know, maybe. The only thing is, what position would you have him transition to? I don't know. Inside in the slot? Maybe at safety? Those are the only two. Well. You know, that's what old corners do. They, they, they go to safety to die. Damn. Not right away. Not a lot of them die right away. A lot of them can prolong their career that way when they're physical. See, I keep using this word again. At cornerback, I'd rather you be physically talented than smart, okay? I'm not saying smart can't get you by, but darn it. I'm lined up against DK Metcalf. Doesn't matter how smart I am. This dude is physically superior to me. I can't match up with that. You know, that's, 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 that is what it is. You're out there on the island. You have only so much help. Yeah, you're not wrong. Because uh, I, I look at the Seattle game against uh, where they had Cam Taylor Britt on uh, on, on, on uh, DK Metcalf. And yeah. DK, he was giving DK fits. Yeah, because he's physically able to match him in some ways. Not not, the, not every way, but. Not, no, no one, no one can match Especially when you're tall and you just. Big as fuck no, like that. Nobody can match this dude everywhere. He's no, he's, but enough. He can, he can, stay with him enough. Oh, you're not wrong. So, what are you thinking as far as, uh, matter of fact, secondary wise? As far as, like, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, where are the, where do you see the key matchups being in the secondary? With Cam Taylor out, <coughs> it's going to be the opposite of. Whoever's opposite DJ Turner. I'm sure they're going to try to get Ridley on whoever else is out there. I'm sure they're going to try to get to, get get Ridley matched up somehow with a Wouzier, right? With yeah. limited ability to help him, which I would like to help him. You yeah, because I think that's going to be the uh, key matchup. Yeah. I'm with you. I think that would be the key cause, matchup. Because Zay Jones is a very good possession receiver. An occasional, you're on an occasional post. An occasional corner route, you know. Yeah. Well, the one thing. Just, uh, just a, you know, he's, he's a backside guy. Yeah. He's a classic backside receiver. And then that kid's Christian Kirk inside. Where Daggett, he's really quick and fast and good after the catch. And is he worth a, that 80 million they gave him? Nah, no. But. <laughs> you got, damn. No, he knows 80 million. I'm just million saying, you're, you're honest. I was just like, no, I was like damn. But, but I mean, you know. Sometimes you got to make a flashy play to get a guy, you know, from those guys. Like, 
okay, that's a hell of a lot of money to be a number one when we know you're not number one, but that's okay. That's 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 fine. So yeah, so they, they're going for it. So yeah, because they're trying to stay in contention. They're trying to stay. Uh, they should. They're young. Stay they relevant. They should. They're young. young team. Yeah, they're young. So. They should. They should. Dudes uh, can't stay. But relevant. you say the biggest. You think the biggest uh, storyline as far as in the secondary is going to be. Uh, it's Ridley. Who lines up over Ridley? It's Ridley. No, they're gonna. They're going to make the matchup be Ridley and Cheetah. I know they are. They would. They'd, it's be, gonna, they'd be. They would. They'd be stupid to not. No, they're going to try no, to manipulate that one that's out there. Like, look, no, I agree with you. It'd be dumb not. It would be incredibly uh, irresponsible right. to not try to. Especially. We want Turner on Ridley. Obviously, that's what we want physically. That's what you want. Then we can. We can. We can disguise coverage from there. Yeah. You know, we show them a couple of different looks. Yeah, yeah. and then obviously... Uh, Christian Kirk and, 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 and Hilton and the inside is going to be very interesting. Oh, yeah, it'll Hilton's be interesting. going to really have to get his hands on him early. Yeah. To, not, to slow him down. Because really. Christian Kirk, at least from what, the he's, tape I've seen of him from his time in Arizona to his time with Jacksonville, he's quick and he's physical. He is quick and physical. He is... Six like is like almost six foot two hundred pounds. That's, that's yeah, so that's pretty good on the inside, right? Oh yeah, no, that goes without saying. Yeah, without so. not not being like Boyd's ass, you know. Yeah, where Boyd's a little taller. I think. Sure, yeah, yeah, a little taller. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk's a little better in that. Uh, yeah, I think Boyd's a little bit taller. Yeah. Maybe what about six three? Yep. Yep. So, with uh, Christian Kirk is a running back playing slot. That's what he is. Kind of like Chase. Yeah. Set more than Chase. I think he literally should be a running back. Damn. I do. I literally think he should be. Because you look at Chase, he's built like a running back. Yeah, yeah. But he plays like a running wide receiver. Yeah. Christian Kirk plays like a running back playing slot. Yeah. He is hard to tackle. He does not care about contact. He has great balance. Really good speed. You know, he'll take you on, too. It ain't like, you know, he loves to challenge the cornerbacks. Like, oh, you guys aren't linebackers. You know, None of you guys can tackle me. I'm like, he's kind of right. He ain't too wrong. You know? No, I get he that. He ain't too wrong. He'll challenge you. He remind me of Steve Smith. That's what he remind me of. <laughs> he do. He got a little dog in him, but he ain't a number one like Steve Smith was. That's a little different. Yeah, that's a different. But Steve Smith was about probably 5'9". He's like 5'9". But he thought he's he was 5'9", best. Nine, but he, he thought he, he was the he best played. receiver in the history of the league, though. But, yeah. You know? Right? right? Every yeah. week. And he hated when people turn around and shine down on him. Try to say, oh, he's too small. What? Oh, oh don't be throwing me the fucking ball. I'll show you. I'll <laughs> show you. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody else. And that's that was how Steve Smith played the game. But uh like I said, we but we already went over Ingram and ATN as the receiving threats. Okay. Yeah, that's why we went over the actual receivers against the secondary. You know. That's where our that's where our safety's coming and linebackers come into play. But yeah. uh you know, mm-hmm. like like I said before, I think the key as far as the defensive line is going to be get, getting to Trevor Lawrence early, not giving him time to throw, collapsing the pocket, because basically with the defensive end, you want to turn around and try to get him to come up. Yep. And you don't want to give him any outside room to run. You want him yep. to come up, and basically you're going to feed him to either B.J. Hill or, or D.J. Reed or whoever can get a hand on him. Now, this may be off base, right? This may be slightly off topic, but not really. Because, you know, we played quarterbacks that I knew could run and didn't run, i.e. Geno Smith, even though clearly last game he must have heard me. 
because he ran a lot. Yeah. He didn't run against us, which was great. That's why we won. I'm like, great, he can run. He just don't. Then now we're playing a quarterback that he can run, and he probably will run if you don't let him, if you don't keep him in the pocket. He will. But we know he can stand in the pocket and throw the ball all the time. We know this. We've seen this. We've seen this live. We've so. seen this live. It's not, you know. We've seen this team before. So, was there any other final <clears throat> thoughts that you wanted to give on the de- on the defense? Defensive side? Uh, yeah. Well we'll, well, we'll we'll definitely need Murphy aside. We, we, you know, even Carter. Uh, we're going to need one of them. Because to, to uh, Miles Murphy actually turned around and uh, impressed me uh, yeah. with the Steelers game, even though it was a loss. Yeah, another game he played well. Another game he did play very well. And it's limited time out there. But he did with play a well. little bit of time out there, he's yeah. taking advantage yeah. of the opportunities put in front of him. Yes, yes. And case in point, and this is what I say to any Bengals fans out there. See, see. Please give this kid the time because he is a rookie. Yeah. When he, we drafted him, you had to look at the roster and look at who was in front of him. When you have the likes of a Sam Hubbard and a Trey Hendrickson, he was never going to play right away. Not to mention, Sam Fonosai was also ahead of him, too. Yeah. so He's number five. What do you you want? So when you got that many guys ahead... Next year, I, next year I expect him to work his way up the up the up the roster a bit. Yeah, he's got to be up the roster, you know. Yeah, but uh, I was I've also been impressed with DJ Turner. I think mm-hmm. DJ Turner. I think I think Cam Taylor Britt's probably next year going to be the number one receiver, cornerback. Yeah, yeah I mean, not receiver. I mean, cor- yeah, he's going to take the number one receiver. That's what I think. Yeah, he's going to be the number yeah. one corner next year. I think more times than not, he's going to take the number one receiver next year. Because if you look at the no last, if you look at his body of work this year, mm. man, that man was picking everything up. That man was picking everything left and right. We had a very good stretch because he was playing against the number one receivers. Yeah, that get more pass thrown away. So, so with uh, so what I'm thinking, <sighs> I think. Uh, DJ Turner would be the number three uh, number three corner, and then uh, Mike Hilton obviously being the final year of his contract. He'll be the number two, but playing in a slot. Yep. And then I'm not sure who would be the number four. Probably, um, I think Ivy would be, or or Davis if he comes. Jalen Davis. Yeah, if he comes back, it'd be Davis. Okay. I would. I would. I wanted to see Ivy more, honestly. Out there, no, I can see. He that. only doesn't look. He only played a little bit out there, a little bit. Yeah, especially so. earlier, he played a lot, and then you know, you know, in spots. And I haven't seen him out there in a while. Special teams, yeah, he's always out there. Oh yeah. But uh, any yeah. thoughts on special teams, sir? Because any thoughts you want to give on special teams? Because I know uh, uh, Washington's pretty good, but you know with. With Jamal Agnew being out, thank goodness. Damn. <laughs> thank goodness. I'm sorry, no, I'm saying that. This would have been the first time where the return team of the opposite team would be better than ours. Agnew would have been the best return man that we played all year. Kickoffs and punch, but he's not playing. He's hurt. Thank goodness. Damn. And this Washington kid is not quite as good. He, he is fairly good. Agnew was a pro bowler. 
And he would have figured into the receivers, but since he's hurt, I didn't mention him because I don't have to. He's hurt. Yeah, no, I get <laughs> I just that. Said he's hurt. It's unfortunate that he's hurt for you know Jacksonville fans. I don't you know mean to. No, yeah, you, you don't know, expect you don't ever I, wish anybody. I, I, I don't want to anybody, hurt anybody. So well, there's a couple of Browns guys I like get hurt, but that's not the point. We're yeah, not, we're not playing there. It's not. not but uh, besides <laughs> them, uh, besides uh, Agnew, besides Agnew being out. Uh, Farner kickers, it's not. Uh, I still say we got the better kicker. We, man, we probably got as equal. Yeah, we got better. Yeah, actually, yeah, because they got McManus. McManus is probably bad on par. Yeah, because well, he's one that he's one that you definitely don't want to. He's one that you definitely don't want to let it come down to the wire, and uh, you're expecting the game winning kick. No, he's, he's really because uh, no, he 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 can hit it from about anywhere on the field. He's really solid. It's not. A, not oh yeah, no, it's I, not I, an issue. Can he? Yeah, no, it's not an issue. Can he make a kick? It's like we don't want, you know, we don't want it to come down to a kick with them. He, he he's pretty solid. Yeah, so pretty spot on. Punter yeah. rise edge. He's close. About about the same. Yeah, about the same. It is not too. There's not too much. To, you know. Oh yeah, no, that goes without saying. Um, but if we're punting a whole lot, yeah, you know, we're losing anyway. Yeah, and Brad Robbins actually, yeah, he's good with what? What did he go with? Downing him inside the twenty. So that's yeah, fine. But he struggled mightily. He he did in the uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, game. he he did. I don't I don't know what it was. So I, yeah, I don't know either. Maybe it was too many punts. Probably <laughs> we were punting a lot, which I don't like to see. I don't like either. Don't but. like to see that. That was in. Like see the punter be the star of the first half. No, we no, we can do better than that. Start a whole third quarter, actually. Brad yeah. Robbins kicking the ball. I'm like, oh my God, too many. You're too like, many fuck. Too <laughs> yeah. many too many punts. Too many punts. So no, no, you're not wrong. Um, <clears throat> Evan McPherson, I expect him to be automatic. He's fine. It's what he is. <laughs> it's yeah. So it's what he is. You missed a field goal once every, I don't know. I don't know. Four or five weeks, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You know, fine. They're all over 50, by the way, so you guys can, you know, back off there. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yep. So, uh, any other thoughts on special teams that you want to give? No, our coverage unit is slightly better than theirs. Yeah. Because they, they, they traditionally do use, you know, their, their backups are, are fine. They're fine. Our backup guys are legitimately special teamers. Most of those guys do not see the light of day on offense defense. They're special teamers. They see the bulk of their snacks on special teams. That's why they're so good at, at covering. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's why you don't see a lot of lot of thirty five yard kickoffs and twenty yard punt returns. No, you'll see one occasionally sixteen, you know, one occasionally a twenty five, thirty, but no more than that. No more than that. No long, no, no long anything. No, no, no. No, no, no. We don't allow that. Yeah. Especially the punt coverage. Punt coverage has been great all year. So, with that being said, I want to say, uh, matter of fact, final score predictions before we forget. Uh, Will, I'm going to let you start, sir, because I'm, I'm hoping for a... Uh, I'm hoping for a, for a good bounce back. For a good blow. 38 nothing. <laughs> 38 Be zip. serious. Be serious. Right. Okay. 
37 of them. <laughs> Be serious. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. What are you thinking? I don't know. 10 to 3. <laughs> it would be nice. I don't think it'll be a low scoring. It game. won't be. It won't be low scoring. Okay. Uh, well. <sighs> I'm going to say for me, 24 21. 21 20. 21 20. You say 21 20? Yeah. I say 24 21. So. Yeah. With that being said, uh, we are going to go ahead and conclude the show for today. Mm-hmm. And But before we do, first off, we want to thank you guys because we've been looking at the analytics. Yep. And we really want to thank you guys for listening to the show as much as you have since we started because this is our first season doing this. Mm-hmm. We will be putting up some stuff and also make sure you follow the rule the jungle podcast, Facebook page. Make sure you follow that. We will put some stuff up here soon mm-hmm. of things that maybe some possible topic ideas and yep. things of that sort of what we can maybe discuss in the off season. Also too, we want to thank you guys, like I said, for listening, for listening, um, anybody. Cause we've noticed that there's a lot of listens and we noticed that, We'd like to get the follow count up, obviously. Yes. So if we can get the follow, if you guys are listening and you like what we're putting out, please follow, whether you're on Apple, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please give a follow. Leave comments, things of that sort. That helps get that out. That helps get us noticed by more Bengals fans. Yes. So... With that being said, we want to thank you guys again. And before we go ahead and conclude, Will, did you have any other final thoughts that you want to say? I do. I would like for you to read the final score of the Browns game today. (laughs) Go ahead. What was the score? Well, you want me to read it? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me pull it up. I'm going to let you... Do the honors today. The final score of the Browns-Rams game. Was? The Rams, 36. The Browns, 19. And then it gets worse. The the Pittsburgh Steelers fall to the Arizona Cardinals, 24-10. There you go. So. That's all need to be said this week. So basically, Will's saying the Browns (laughs) suck. And, and the Steelers, Steelers suck. No, they swallow. <laughs> okay, we'll go ahead and go with that. <laughs> they do. So, with that being said, guys, we sincerely appreciate you guys for listening every week. We will have another show the day after on Tuesday. Yep, Tuesday. For To give our takes on the game overall. So... Expect a show for Tuesday, and then we will be back on our normal recording schedule, which would be Friday and Sunday. Friday, Sunday. So, with that being said, guys, who day? Can't wait to see these Bengals try to right the ship. So, with that being said, who day? Have a good one.